What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Somebody's Mama Podcast. We're your hosts, Nicole and Kendra. I hope you guys are enjoying the whole visual aspect because we're loving it. Yes. Hey, y'all on YouTube and Spotify. It's so fun. (laughs) Um, We have so much content for you guys this year. Mm -hmm. We have so many interviews coming this year. Um, Not to say too soon, but we have an interview at the end of this video sorry <laughs> at the end of this episode at the end of this episode listen it's been a long day yes okay? it has and with abc conversations so stay tuned for that but let's go ahead and get into it kendra what'd you do this weekend so um this weekend my husband and i kicked off the weekend on friday um earlier this week my husband put on the calendar like breakfast dates i'm like okay man so um one of the perks of my younger son going to school is that now we have a little bit of time my husband has his own business so fridays he kind of does like a little bit more light schedule Mm -hmm. So it was just cool to have like a little breakfast date on a Friday, like mm-hmm. while the kids are at school. Uh, so that was fun. We went to this cute little place. Uh, I think it's called Mimosa Kitchen or uh, Kitchen and Bar. Um, and it was really good. It was so cute. There was like florals everywhere, like very aesthetically pleasing. Uh, but the food was good because, you know, me and Nicole were talking yeah. about like sometimes these places have these flower walls and it's so aesthetically pleasing for Instagram, but the food is nasty, nasty, real nasty. But this place was actually good. So that was fun. Um, and then Saturday we did a family day and took Kendon to the skating rink for the first time. Now I'm not a skater. I cannot skate. I never really learned to like roller skate, like for real. I went to the skating rink, mm-hmm. like growing up in LA, um, going to the skating room was a thing, rode on wheels, yep. and I used to go, but you, if you guys have ever been there, you know they had a middle section. So I would skate out to the middle, and that's where I stayed. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, because I just wasn't a good skater, and that rode on wheels, like, people really skate. Like, wow. you know, even when I was, like, a kid, like, people would be out there doing tricks and all this stuff, and you just in the way. Yeah. So I would go to the middle and I would skate back and forth in the middle. But you know, they always had good music. So I would go dancing and stuff like that. My friends would skate around, come right back in there. So, you know, it wasn't really my thing. But Kendon, he was nervous, but he had the little, um, what do you call it? The little cart thing yeah, that, that helps really him. Cute. And I forgot <laughs> they had that because I wanted to take my kids and I yeah. forgot they even had that. He was even nervous with that. But. Like, he was fine on the carpet, but once they got on the hard floor, he was like... (laughs) (laughs) Grabbing everything. Yeah, and so I told him, I was like, you know, you just have to keep trying. But my husband was skating with him. My husband is a great skater. He's out there, like, (laughs) doing tricks, and, like, I was like, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And so, uh, but we had a good time. Bryson slept through the whole thing. Oh, good for him. I mean, he slept through. We went to eat afterwards. He slept through that. Like, he slept for, like, three hours. I'm like, boy, you was He's tired. like, y'all not going to mess up my nap time. This yes. We what did. I do. We did go through this nap time. So, yeah. but, um, and then Sunday, um, we went to a birthday party. Well, church, a birthday party. And now we're doing the podcast. Today is Sunday. So, it's been a long day, but it's been a great, fun-filled, like, family weekend. So, hey, that's yeah. good to hear. Okay, so this weekend on Saturday, 
I had like a girl's day mm. and the boys had like a boy's day. Mm -hmm. And so my son, my husband took my son and they went bowl, bowling in the morning. I can't talk to him. <laughs> I'm like this. So, bowling. Bowling, yes. They went bowling and then they played video games. They went some arcade or something like that. Oh, that's nice. And then me and the girls, mm -hmm. we went a little house hunting. Oh yeah, I saw your reel. Yeah. Well, okay, so we actually went to a different house. Okay. That reel was from a different day. Okay. But oh, and I vlogged it. Okay. So you get to you get to see what I did this weekend because I'm gonna post it on the vlog. Oh good. We'll see if I post it. I know she was saying she's gonna post this the summertime. <laughs> she got a lot of footage. I got a lot. Of, you know what? I was thinking about that the other day. I just was like, post it. I just you know. Anywhere. They don't know. They don't I mean, know. they know now, but they, yeah. whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, if you watch it, put in the comments, I know now. Right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so we went to a little open house. Then we went to a little Target. Mm -hmm. Had a great time at Target. Mm -hmm. Then I ordered pizza. Mm -hmm. I didn't eat the pizza. Oh, good I for you. I ate salad. Good for you. And it took a lot of restraint. Because I had pizza today. But, listen, <laughs> I went to a birthday party today. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't hold back. I said, give me that pizza. That's why I said I had the pizza today at the birthday party because I haven't had Pizza Hut pizza in so long, but it was so good and yeah, buttery was, yeah. and like, I was like, okay, Pizza yeah. Hut. Because it's like, you can say no one day. Yeah. But you can't say no two days in a row. Right. I only had one slice, so it's not yeah. that bad. Yeah. So anyways, the birthday party was at an indoor playground. It was mm -hmm. a great time. And then, yeah, now we're here at the pod. Mm -hmm. So that was my weekend. Yes. So, um, yeah. So we're here on YouTube, you guys. Because <laughs> you know what's funny? We didn't plan anything extra after the intro. Yeah. So, so now we're here. So we're laughing. But we don't need a lot in this intro today because we have a great conversation coming up with ABC Conversations. And they have an amazing company uh, with a great story. We won't share too much right now because we want you guys to listen to what they have to say. But we thank you guys so much for listening and watching thus far. We really appreciate you guys. Make sure you're leaving us some comments below and what you think about the episode. Maybe responding to some of the things that we talk about and weighing in on maybe how you feel about what we're talking about, just so that we can keep the dialogue going in the comments, okay? Yes. Also, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at Somebody's Mama Pod. We've been clipping a lot of the episodes. Nicole has been doing a great job. Oh. And <laughs> shout out to her. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to be clipping some more. I'm going to be clipping some more. Yeah, so we can keep you guys informed on what the episodes are about. So make sure you guys are following us on Instagram. You guys don't want to miss out on anything. We are pushing out the content this year. We are claiming that this year it will be greater than the last. It's already doing better than it's the last. It's already doing better. And so we really appreciate you guys for being here. So make sure you guys are, if you're listening on Spotify, leave us a rating. I know you're probably listening in the car, but when you stop the car, go back. And leave us a rating, please. We really appreciate it. Also on um, Apple Podcast, um, yes. So anyway, we're gonna go ahead and move on yes. to the rest of the episode. So we hope you guys enjoy. So keep watching. Hey guys, so we have another special episode. 
today. And as you guys can see, we have two guests in the building. And Nicole is going to go ahead and introduce them for us. Yes, you guys. Today we have Myra and Destiny from ABC Conversations. Myra, I have known for a couple years now. And Destiny, she's our new friend here on the show. <laughs> and Myra is a mom, a licensed therapist, a podcaster, and an author. Right. Okay. And <laughs> Destiny, she is on her way to become a therapist as well as being a co-creator of ABC Conversations podcast. And again, you guys, we're so happy to have you guys here on the show today. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having us. Thank you. So can you guys just start off just by telling us a little bit about yourselves? I know we did like a little intro, but if there's anything that you want to add that you would want our listeners to know about you, uh, we can start with you, Myra. Yeah, so me and Destiny have a very unique relationship. When I was in high school, the high school I went to was really small, and they asked that all the seniors pick a freshman, and that's going to be who their mentee is. And that was 10 years ago, and we have kept that relationship. Um, wow. It's been nice that we've become like sisters almost. Like sometimes she says I'm like her mom, sometimes a sister. <laughs> it just depends on the day. And so mm -hmm. I really just appreciate our relationship. And I always envision that if we're going to continue this relationship, I want to help her to develop into whoever she wants to become. And so like me, she does aspire to becoming a therapist and she's very close to being there. And so with that, I was like, I want to create something that would be useful. Like I already have my journal I've created. I do a bunch of events for women. But in my therapy work, a lot of women struggle with their relationships with their moms. Mm -hmm. And so do I. And so that's something that me and Destiny also bond over of like the struggles in the relationship with our moms. And so that's what I feel like helped us to become even closer. And mm -hmm. so with that, I, like, I want to create affirmation cards. And mm -hmm. so we were on the road to make it, but I was like, everybody makes affirmation cards. I'd just be making something else and it'd be a million more of them. Right. So I was like, let's create conversation cards. Let's make them, you know, cater to black women. So that's what the art is. It's for any type of woman, but the art is going to be Black woman because that's who we are. And so she's been along for the ride, and it's a 50-50 thing now. Like, she gives a lot of input on it, and I'm just very thankful for our relationship and what I continue to bring her into and that we're able to grow together. So that's a little bit about our relationship. Absolutely. That's beautiful. I know um, Myra's not going to say it, so I'm going to go ahead and say it. <laughs> Myra has done a lot of good work too, like within her own community, within her own neighborhood. Mm -hmm. She has really taken a lot of young women in her area under her wing mm -hmm. and have really been a way to encourage them, motivate them and um, encourage them especially to go to like college mm -hmm. and like mm -hmm. just become the best version of yourself. That's very true. And so um, I'm going to say it because Myra's being real <laughs> cute about it. <laughs> You know, if that's you so didn't important. Say it, if you didn't say it, I would have definitely said it while I was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The question. Exactly. Because there's a lot of young women that have come across Myra that have become the best version of themselves because they came across you and because you created a safe space mm -hmm. for young women, specifically like high school teenage women, mm -hmm. to really get to a place where they can grow. So, yeah. yeah. That's so important. I appreciate that. Thank you. I try to be humble. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's 2023, okay? We're going to be loud about it, all right? Yes. Exactly. And, you know, 
like what you're speaking of is so important. Like we've heard it so many times before that the relationship between mothers and daughters can be so difficult. And a lot of that is because of the barrier in conversation and, you know, daughters not feeling like their mother is understanding them or even trying to understand them. So um, I know you spoke a little bit about us, but can you tell us like, how was this birth? Was there anything that kind of like sparked, like, where did ABC conversations come from? Was it just like, oh, I want to do a little bit more? Or was there anything significant that happened to spark this? Yeah, so it would be my relationship with my mom. We don't have the best relationship. And so like, it, it's up and down. And so I found that I kept getting the same type of clients that were having like the same issues. And I was like, what is this? What is this? Like, it just kept coming up, kept coming up. And in conversations with Destiny, I felt like it was coming up with her just as much. And so I'm like, are God, are you trying to tell me something? And so that's where it was birthed because it was like, I keep hearing this. And it was at one point where it was like, I kept getting new clients and they kept having the same issue, the same issue. So that's when I was like, this has to be made. And then when I talked to Destiny about it, she was like, oh yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Destiny, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? I know Myra mentioned that, you know, we started off as such like a mentor, um, space and can you just tell us you know more about yourself and how that relationship grew from your point of view of course so for me like myra said we did meet in high school and it was a mentor mentee type of situation and definitely at that time i really was not my best self um mm -hmm. You know, high school, being a senior, you feel like, oh, you know, everything's about to go great because you're about to be a, a, a whole adult and go to college and all these things. But on top of that transition, I had a lot of, you know, things going on in my life. Like my dad had just passed away and mm -hmm. my health was, you know, going <laughs> crazy. And, you know, I just needed someone to really talk to and really help me through because I had no idea like where my life was going after all these things and it came to the point where for me you know listening to Myra's goals something sparked in my head and I was just like wow like my story is really valuable with what I'm going through right now and not only did I want to learn how to cope in a healthy way and not just go to you know walling out going crazy and doing all these other things like I really wanted to learn how I could cope and then that turned into wanting to make that a career you know mm. so now I do um, have a passion to help you know youth and young adults as well as mothers and families and women who are survivors of sexual exploitation mm. as well as um, survivors of trafficking so I am on the way to um, working with the organization that is helping me reach my goal to um, own a shelter for survivors in those specific areas. Areas, I am very tired. <laughs> yes. Um, areas. Mm -hmm. um, so yes, that's the ultimate goal. And, you know, like Myra said, I am on my way. Um, it's been a long time, you know, coming and a long time on this journey. But, you know, this semester will be my last semester in um, graduate school. So, <laughs> I'm happy about that. <laughs> I bet you are. Right. 
that's so cool. Like this is like just having the connection with a mentor. It's amazing how that can just like completely change your life and like motivate you and, and show you a different world because a lot of times people don't even know about these different jobs and like how you can help people and the different avenues that you can take to get there. So the mentorship is so important. Um, I really love that you guys were able to establish that bond, but you were also able to impart something in her that's going to continue to the wow. next generation of people. It's just going to keep going. Like that is so beautiful. So amazing. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm... I know it's a lot to take in <laughs> yeah. because it's like, you know, you never know how just meeting one person mm -hmm. can just change your whole career or whole life because trafficking, like having a shelter, opening up your home for women that are going through so many different traumatic things and the mental illness of it all, like that was really deep. Like it kind of like took me a second yeah. to be like, it's oh so my, needed too. Yeah. Like the, I mean, trafficking right now is just like at an all time high. So the resources are very much needed. Um, and just to have people there that you can connect with is so important. So you never know how you're going to be used to be able to touch people's lives. Um, going back to the conversation cards, um, what would you guys say um, so far in your journey has been um, the most enlightening um, or any type of like life-changing like situations have you guys come across with just people that have had the cards, stories, anything yeah. like that? I can go ahead and answer that. I would say, honestly, the most enlightening is when you're really in that mindset of trying to create a really genuine tool for other mothers and daughters and you find that what you're creating you would actually use like yeah. this is not just for other women like I think that's what you know I love about Myra and I is that we're vulnerable when we're creating like I'm for sure <laughs> asking that like tonight you know like I'm for sure going to check myself the next time I be you know asking things you know that aren't really how they should be asked and it isn't really a conversation and it's helped me check myself and it's helped me understand what I need a little bit more out of, you know, my mom and I's connection. Right. And do you guys by chance have any examples of how the questions have affected the relationships with your own moms? I don't know if that's too like personal, but, um, or have you guys used those, these tools with your moms? Oh, wow. And yeah. how, did, how have they responded to it? Yeah. I can share. Mine's is a little bit difficult. Um, like I said, me and my mom have a difficult relationship. So some cards are like, oh, this is because it's a mixed deck. So yeah. it, it depending on how you ask the question, a different emotion can come up. So some of the questions are like, oh, this is funny. This is funny. And some of the questions were like, OK, we need to end the conversation because things are getting a little heated. So we'll come back to this. So for me, I feel like what's been enlightening is that me and my mom need to continue to have these conversations because there was good things that came from it, but it was also like, mm, we're going to need to come back to this or, you know, we need to have like a third person come in, whether it be like a therapist or like my brother for us to continue to have these conversations because while like it's cute and fun, right. It's also difficult 
And I mean, that's the whole reason why we created it, because we need to have difficult conversations. And the questions can be as simple as what does love mean to you? And depending on how you ask it, you don't know what's going to come from it. Right. Because it can dig up other layers of different things. So that's been a little bit difficult, but working on it, getting there. They might not even have an answer. Yeah, because they might not even know, you know, like that's Mm -hmm. the great thing about questions. It's just to spark interest and to get your mind going. Exactly. You might not have an answer right now, but Mm -hmm. you're going to go back and think about that later on. And, you know, it's going to keep jogging your memory. Yeah, exactly. Yep. What about you, Destiny? How have the cards affected your relationship with your mom? I think it has definitely helped things progress with us. And, you know, as stated in the last question, it's just helped me reflect on maybe what I need to do better as well. Like, you know, I would think that most of my mom and I's, you know, um, problems or things that were hard for us just came from her not doing the right things and, you know, us not having the conversations, but it really forces you to like look inside and be like, was that me? <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> like my fault and really like take ownership as well. So I think it's just the inner work. Like, and it's, you know, we didn't thankfully because things are progressing, like we haven't had to bring in a third party because like these cards have honestly been the guide that a therapist would have, you know, because we both, you know, have that background, you know, we created these from a therapy standpoint, you know, from a, you know, from that type of perspective. So using these cards, like, I feel like I'm getting a guide and a kind of a template on how to have good conversations with my mom. And that's been a great, a great thing. That's awesome. Um, I have a question. So uh, for Myra, so we have a lot of listeners who are uh, moms who have young children, so they may have smaller daughters just just starting out. What tools or tips would you give to them before they get to this phase where they're starting to have those conversations? Like, what tips would you give to them to build the relationship so that one day when their daughters are preteens and teens, oh, yeah. how can they build up to have those positive? <laughs> I'm scared. Because the, the five-year-old is already, right. it's already breathing work. Right. And it's, we want to be proactive, right? right so right. how can they build up to just having that bond with their daughters now? Everything goes back to connection and communication. And I think that what I plan to do and what I'm even doing with my daughter now is figuring out what she likes and making sure that we do that. Right. And like what I've helped a lot of my clients with is we've created like jars. And so what the jar consists of, we get like popsicle sticks or paper. And I would do this when your daughter is like able to say like, these are the things that I like. I would write all the things down and a mommy daughter date has to happen every week. And that day, like, depending on the age, like I said, because, you know, when your daughter gets older, it's going to be like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Well, then that turns into check-in time. So we, mm-hmm. we have to check in every week. We need to know what's going on. This is your time to say X, Y, and Z thing. This is my time to say X, Y, and Z thing. This is what I need support with. This is what I need help with. But I think starting off my daughter's one years old, just spending that time to connect with her. Like, I know that she loves to go play with other kids. I know she does not like to play with adults. She gets tired mm-hmm. of that. 
So yeah. I try to take her every Sunday. We go to the museum. I watch from a distance her go off and play with other kids. She comes back to me to make sure that everything is safe. And she goes off and plays. That's a part of our connection because she's like, I know like my mom is going to do this. She can't talk much now, right? But right. that's how we connect with each other. But each year as she gets older, the connection is going to look different. But I'm always going to make sure that I'm implementing it because that makes you safe base. Absolutely. So you got to have that safe base to know, like, I can go back to my mom and I can lean into her for support. And for a one year old, what that looks like now is like I said, she goes off and plays, but she always looks back to see where I am. If her sock comes off or something, she's always like, is my mom going to come and help me? She knows I'm going to come and I'm going to go off and watch her from a distance. I know she likes to have her independence. So really being proactive of like, what is my child like? How are we engaging in this? Even if I know my clients get mad at me when I say this, even if. Your child is in trouble, quote unquote, or you're punishing them. Mm -hmm. Still have that time to check in and do something that they like. Yeah. Never take it away. Always yeah. have that time. Maybe take yeah. away other things, but mm -hmm. still always have that time because they shouldn't be punished by not having time to connect with you. Yes, that is so strong. Yeah. I know um, I was saying earlier on the podcast, this year is just all about just increasing that time and that communication and that relationship with my kids. So I'm happy you said that because that's definitely 2023 something I chose to increase. Right. I was just talking to a friend the other day about um, her niece and she was getting in trouble at school. And, um, you know, I said, well, did you guys ask her what was going on? Like, did you talk to her? Because um, she kind of like shuts down. And when I was had the chance to be around her, I kind of just talked to her, like, you know, and kind of just see what's going on in her world. Like, what's going on at school? Like, you know, not telling her, I heard you was doing bad at school, <laughs> but just like, oh, what's going on at school? Who are your friends? Like, what do you guys talk about? What do you guys do at recess? Because I just feel like, like you were saying, building that connection, yeah. making your child, allowing your child to know that there's a safe place in you. And regardless if they do something wrong or not, that they can still come to you. Like, yes, I'm going to help you. I'm going to correct you. I'm going to lead you and guide you in the right direction. But you also have a voice here. Like, I'm not just going to take the word of everyone else and you're not allowed to say anything. Like, allow that child to have a voice and to be able to share their side of things so that you can ask questions and you can kind of get insight into what's going on in their little heads. And, you know, she could have been distracted. She could be a little boy in class that she worried about. Like, these are things that we need to know, <laughs> you know, with our kids. And so I think it's just so important just to have that connection, like you were saying, like just building that as early as possible yeah. so that they know, like you said, your daughter is looking back and she knows that you're watching for her. You're still giving her her, her space, but I know mm -hmm. mommy's here. I know I'm safe. Yep. I know I can go to her. Yep. Um, I think so another key thing. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. I was gonna say another key thing is letting your kids see all of your emotions. I feel like something that like moms struggle with is they're like, I feel overwhelmed. So I go cry in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. No, you need to cry in front of your child. You need to show them what it looks like for you to be mad. You need mm -hmm. to show them anger. You need to show them love. You need to show them affection. They need to see all of these emotions and they need to see what you do with it. So whether yeah. it be like you scream because you're so frustrated let them see you do that and then say, mommy is so upset that I had to let out a scream because I have a lot of feelings, right? I feel like that's so important because the kids that I see that don't know how to express emotions is because their parents don't do it. It's because mommy's doing it in the bathroom or in the car when she's by herself. 
Yeah. No, in front of your, let them see that because that way they know, oh, shoot, I can show my emotions too. And maybe mommy will help me figure this out. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is cool. Yeah. Yeah. They have that's to know funny. what to do with it. If they've never seen it done, what, do, how, you know, that's when you see kids exactly. start doing outrageous things because they're just bottled up and they don't know what to put, where to put that energy. Yeah. That's, yep. that's a very good point. That's a really good point because I feel like it's talked about so much how moms cry in the bathroom too. Mm-hmm. And um, you, you always say like, I can't let them see me cry or I can't let them see me fall apart or, you know, and it, kids are so empathetic. Yeah. Like I know when my son, if he sees me upset or crying or something, he comes right over to me. Mommy, oh, yeah. it's okay. Like, and you know, and then you have to explain to them like, Oh, I'm just a little sad because X, Y, and Z. And they, Oh, it's okay. Mommy, you know? No, um, I cried the other day and my one-year-old laughed. <laughs> Savage. I was like, I know she did not just <laughs> laugh at me. <laughs> that is hilarious. He was probably like, you should have told me sooner, see? <laughs> <laughs> um, another part to that question that I had was, so what about the moms who are already in that preteen or teenage uh, stage and they don't know how to start like they may have the conversation cards yeah. already in their hands and they're just like okay but I don't know where to start because I already know she's gonna shut down mm-hmm. I already know she's not gonna engage whatever um how do they kind of like get started is there any pre-work that they should do or should they just dive right in yeah I feel like there's definitely pre-work? I think that's a great question because as I was even talking to a family member about, you know, getting these cards, they're like one year older than me. Um, And I was telling them, you know, for me, it's kind of like a contract. Like before having this conversation, you want to let whoever you're having the conversation with know, listen, in order for us to have a conversation, you have to be willing to listen. You have to be willing not to cut me off. You have to be willing to, you know, give your feedback, but also not get mad when I have to give you feedback. You know, it's a bunch of things. Like you have to figure out like what gets in the way of usual, you know, communication and put that down. Like before you start, like, listen, there will be no yelling. There will be no show your emotions and respectfully, you know, things like that. So that's very important because that sets the tone for this type of, you know, communication with the conversation cards to be different than what all the normal conversations look like. So you want to do something different this time, we're going to both have to agree that both of us are going to not do X, Y, and Z because that's what gets in the way. That's what brought us here in the first place, you know? So yeah, yeah. the pre-work is definitely setting the tone and the boundaries for that conversation. That's good. Also, I was going to add because I'm thinking about difficult teenagers. Like that would be an ideal situation with Destiny said, but I work with some difficult teenagers who it's like they hate their mom and they love me. And so one thing that I've taught them to implement is, again, going back to like that check-in time, like I previously mentioned. And check-in time can look like you can yell, you can whatever, but it's one person talks at a time and we're using I statements. And I think implementing that is really important. And 
I'm training positive discipline, which is pretty much collaborating with your kid. And one of the things they teach us in positive discipline is like having these like table talks. And what a table talk looks like is we come up with family rules. So what are going to be our top rules that we all create together of how our conversations are going to look? Right. So you can say that when maybe we yell, but once we yell, we come to a solution. When we are yelling, we're using I statements. When we are yelling, we're not cursing at each other. So I think creating that foundation and then maybe bringing in one card at a time to have those conversations because teenagers can be difficult. While I enjoy working with them, I pray for the parents because it's hard. Like you have all these emotions that are going on. You have like school stuff going on. You got hormones going on. And then you have, you know, as a mom, I just recently learned like, your brain rewires once you have a baby and like it matures even more, but it like keeps doing it at different phases of your child's life, which I was like, my mind like was like, what? So keeping in mind that the mom has this stuff going on, but the child is also maturing and we're doing this at the same time and each child is different. So you're learning something new. There's no manual. You got to create the manual now. What are we going to do? We got to collaborate together. Yeah. So I got to take my time with it. And what does taking my time look like? I'm going to sit here and I'm going to listen. I'm going to talk. You're going to talk. And I think just having that be the foundation that we talk one at a time using I statements, that can just be where you start simply. And then slowly introducing the cards. That's good. Um, I know there's something I say on this podcast all the time, but one of the biggest things that I think helped uh, my relationship with my mom was she would tell me, Nicole, when you get older, um, I make, she's gonna be like, she was like, Nicole, when I make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I make it with a little bit of jelly and a whole lot of peanut butter. And I take the edges off. When you get older, you might want to make your peanut butter and jelly with a whole lot of jelly and a little bit of peanut butter. Mm-hmm. And you might want to keep the crust on. Mm-hmm. And she would be like, but right now we making my peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> And when you get older, you can make your, your peanut, peanut butter, butter and jelly. jelly. <laughs> and you and then, but on the flip side, she on the flip side, on the flip side, uh-huh. she would say, you know, you might actually love the way I make my peanut butter and jelly, and you might want to make your peanut butter and jelly the exact same way, mm-hmm. or you might want to change it. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be up to you. <laughs> but I'm gonna give it to you like this. But we gonna this is. <laughs> This is the peanut butter jelly. This is how I know how to do it. Yeah. And when you get older, you can change it as you please. And I felt like that gave me a lot of freedom to say, okay, I'm in your house. This is how you do things. And I'm going to work with you. And you're giving me that freedom to say, hey, when you go to your college or whatever you do in your home, you have that freedom to do it how you want to do it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I felt that was, I share it all the time. Yeah. I found- that teaches us as adults too, as we have our children, just to give our parents grace yeah. because now we're doing it and we're like, okay. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> it is. Exactly. It is hard. You know what something I always thought was interesting is that Myra, I know that you were around so many young adults, right? And then to make this transition into motherhood and having to see it from this different perspective, like how has that affected you? That's something I've really been wanting to ask you. Yeah. So everybody tends to ask me this question. I get it a lot. (laughs) I 
so I didn't really feel like motherhood really hit me till my daughter just turned one because I've always been somebody's mom. I've kind of like been my mom's mom. I've been my own mom. I've been a mom to a lot of different women. I've been a mom to women that are older than me. And so at first when I had my daughter, I was like, okay, now I just have one that stays with me, right? Because I literally am on the phone all the time talking to different women, supporting them, showing up in person. But now I just have one. I change their diaper and they live with me and I breastfeed them. That was like the only difference. (laughs) Now that my daughter is one, I was like, wait, first off, you're having a one-year birthday party because it's really my party to celebrate. I made it one year as being a mom. And then as I reflected, I was like, oh, I have changed. I am someone that just gets up and moves, moves, moves. Now that I'm a mom, I'm so patient. Like, if you email me, I used to reply within one minute. Now I'll reply within a week if I feel like it. Like, I'm in a rush for no one at this point. If I'm going to be late to something, I'm going to be late. You'll see me when I get there. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just move so differently because now I've come to realize, like, the present moment is so important. And I'll be damned if I miss the present moment with my daughter because I'm rushing to do something or like I make her sick because I forgot like a blanket. So I feel like the journey has mainly taught me like go with the ebbs and flows of life. Be graceful with yourself. Be patient. Like whatever you need to get through is going to continue to be there. As long as like you're taking care of your clients and you showing up for sessions. Other than that, outside of that, like you're good, girl. And I do that with everything, like take my sweet time. Like I even quit my job to work for myself. And I was like, I need to start work at one o'clock. I can barely wake up in the morning. I wake up at 930. (laughs) Like everything has to make sense for me. Like everything I do has to make sense or else I'm not doing it. I love that. Yeah. Love it. I love that. We're all about creating lives that we actually enjoy. Yeah. And like. Who says that you can't change the rules? Like who made you? You know you can make your own rules. Mm-hmm. And now, like never before, we we were just talking about more you know ways to make money and like do things that you want to that you enjoy doing and getting paid for it. Like yeah. yes. you can create the life that you desire. Gone yep. are the days where we just get up and do stuff that people tell us to do because that's what we have to do. Right. right. You know we are. I. I I just love hearing stuff like this and seeing people creating lives that they enjoy, even if it's just small little things like, you know, not getting up at the butt crack of dawn because that's not what you enjoy. Right. right. You can still be successful. You can still be productive yep. and you can still have your schedule the way that you have designed it for your life. Exactly. So I love that. I have one last question before yes. we end. So I'm like loving this whole conversation about the conversation cards so are there any age ranges for this? Like, I know you guys talked about you use them with your moms. Um, are they just broad where you can use them up to like middle school, up to we can use them with our moms? Um, I wouldn't say that there are any restraints because just because the motivation and the inspiration put into making this particular deck was for moms and daughters you can use them with your sons you can use them you know with your nieces your nephews your siblings or whomever but the intention put into it you know behind it was for moms and daughters um also just a heads up we will have a new deck coming out soon and it it is for 10 and under okay Um, so those questions will be a little bit more um you know comprehensible for the younger children 
Um, but no, there are no restraints. Love that. We could even be a father and use them. Oh, nice. That was the question I was going to ask last too, was oh. <laughs> what do you, what was the future for ABC Conversations? But there's a new deck coming out. That's so exciting. And we're so happy for you guys. Is there anything else you guys wanted to add before we leave? We're going to, of course, um, put all of you guys' information in the description box um, where you guys can find them, where you guys can purchase the cards. Follow them. All that will be in the description box or in the show notes, whether you're listening or watching. Yes. We'll have that information for you guys. But is there anything else you guys want to add? I just want to shout out all the new moms that are badasses, that are rocking this, and remind you to get some rest and restore yourself and just take some time to be in your head, whether that means you take a five-minute shower and you take it in the dark and you're just there, like, enjoying your own space and time, whether it's you driving in the car, listening to the music that no one knows that you listen to, because I tend to do that really loud. Just getting, like, a moment to yourself, please do that every day. I'm literally on a journey where I'm documenting two things I do every day for myself. And it can't be the same thing every day. And I challenge y'all to do that too, moms. Love that. I thought I was the only one that loved taking showers in the dark. I love that. My husband is like, uh, hello? I'm like, yeah, I'm in here. Go. The light is off. I'm having my time. Okay. <laughs> it's just so relaxing. Just listen to the shower. Sometimes put a little eucalyptus in there, you know, enjoy it. Yes, I love that. Um, I would say just really quickly, shout out to all the new moms, like you said, Myra, but also shout out to the daughters who are really searching and looking for mothers as examples if they don't have any or, you know, just motivation so they can be good mothers because that's the journey that I'm on. Like in the future, I plan to have you know, kids and things like that. And, you know, listening to you all, you three, you know, share what your experiences are like is helping me as a daughter. You know, I have a great mother and sometimes I look at her, but, you know, we're a new generation and we have new ideas. <laughs> like you guys are sharing. I was like, shower in the dark. My mom was not going to let me have no shower in the dark. She's going to be like, uh, Des? Are you okay? <laughs> Is everything good? What are you doing? <laughs> but wow. no, shout out to the shout out to the daughters who are looking to, you know, set, you know, erase the generational curses when it comes to yeah. mother-daughter connections, but also set the, you know, set the tone and set the value at a different, a whole different stage. So shout out to the daughters out there too. Love that. Love it. Thank you guys so much. Thank this was a great conversation. Like, we really appreciate you guys being here. Yes. I uh, was so excited to see more. Um, and yeah, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you, too. All right, guys. So thank you guys so much for listening and watching. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye.